Welcome to Peculiar Objects, everybody. The only podcast on this network to have an epilogue, which is what we're doing right now. Uh, I am your host, Anthony Moore. With me are my two co-players. Introduce yourselves. Hello. I'm your um, cliffhanger that rapsly nice up. Nope. That (laughs) nicely wraps up uh, the present season in case you don't get renewed, but could also easily serve as a stepping stone into future stories. Casey Hills. I didn't do and that. And I am... What? <laughs> this is not a nice wrap-up. Like, Don't listen to him, Nigel. Just say what you're going to say. This isn't your a- truth. about you two. It's about me, because I am your monologue standing center stage with a spotlight on me, expressing my art. Ooh. Also known as Nigel Collins, oh. who plays one Audi. Mr. Cellophane. Oddwords. Oddwords. Yeah, I slipped up la- like yeah, the last two sure, shows. Yeah. Slip- no, showed it's my like actual. the last five shows. Yeah, <laughs> I've been. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm, ignoring it until the end. Yeah, no, I've been baking like a baked potato the last two, three weeks yeah. or so. So I'm, I'm a little fried, yeah. and that's uh-huh. okay. And also, it's been hot outside. Yeah, that you are too. All, yeah. Hey, <laughs> hopefully my uh, job doesn't listen. But yeah, I, I, I uh, if if we if we want to talk about like nice wrap ups for a show, this ain't it, guys. Uh, no, this is not it. In case in case you're you're tuning into the epilogue, uh, you know this one actually I feel like is is a little bit more understandable than anybody else tuning yeah. in because someone may look at the epilogue and think the epilogue is the prologue. Epilogue right. goes at the end. Prologue goes before. Right. Guys, if you thought this was the prologue, this isn't the prologue. This is the epi- epilogue. Go right. back, watch the entire season. Come back and then listen to us debrief and talk about yeah. this. We'll give you time because you've got you've got an epipen. Uh-huh. And then you've got a pro pen and pro pen accessories. Sure, of course. So it's understandable that Epi and yeah. Pro. Yeah, it would naturally be a hand we'll give you time. approved. And then he yelled, "That's my purse!" and kicked him in the nuts. Ah, fantastic! It's solid praxis. Yeah, yeah man, that's, that's what like, got me through like college. Everybody should do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's perfect. Pocket sand. Anyways. Just pockets. Uh, guys, this show is Peculiar Objects. The object of the show yep. usually is for uh, Nigel and Casey to play two kids who go on adventures on bikes. However, this is not what we're doing mm-hmm. today. Uh, if you have tuned in, <laughs> you have realized that last episode, things uh, in the first arc of the Peculiar Objects saga ended. The mystery of the Moosewood. They uh, were trapped in a dream world or something to that effect. Uh what? Sheriff a Redwood, world, if you will. Sheriff Redwood uh, revealed himself. Marshall Redwood revealed himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you. They went to the spooky uh, Spencer homestead, uh, where the <laughs> house did what? What did I do wrong? <laughs> spooky Spencer is my favorite <laughs> late night monster movie host. Uh, the soup. The it's Spencer just Dylan. <laughs> yeah, it is. And he's just increasingly angry about politics in general. He just wears a vampire coat. I was gonna say, yeah, like they, a... they just and, and the makeup, the makeup is different every time. The it just they change it to reflect like the like how angry yeah. <laughs> between like what what nonsense happened between commercials. No, this like, is oh, so no, good. Skull has angry eyebrows now. I, I picture this is now like like an angry angry. Sorry. And Eric uh-huh. Andre type of show, where it's just sure. really, really poor production budget and mm-hmm. and just 
angry Dylan all the time. No, we should get I, him I'm, in. Yeah, because I like this is fucking hilarious. Just the idea of this like uh, Elvira um, yep. fright night type host that's like telling you the true horrors of like America and the crack <laughs> system and why it's like depleting like the youth and like just towards this and it's like anyways. Back to Chopping Mall. You know, like, so we're like, that's nothing to do with the <laughs> well, movies. It's just him, like, a little well, angry and, and Mark Maron. You know what it would even be was that Dylan, God bless him, would not be like, tonight we have a spooktacular feature for you. <laughs> Dylan would get up there and be like, yeah, this is the stuff. It fucking sucks. Play it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. He wouldn't say yeah. He'd say, listen, this fucking <laughs> sucks. Play this sh- yeah. Anyways, we love you, Dylan. This this uh, was supposed to be a twenty. Every time episode, I ask you if you listen to this, you neatly dodge the question. But I hope you do yeah. one day because we love you. No. Oh well, gosh. fun fact: Dylan was in, it was uh, oh, in the, the lost pilot episode the last ep- yeah. of this show. Uh, yeah, Dylan. Dylan wandered in to say hello and helped yeah. us make Phony mad. Much like he made the listeners mad because they yeah. want to know what is happening. Okay. So uh they they go to the Spencer homestead, it goes all monster house on them, they spend some time fighting yep. it, Marshall Redwood spends some time destroying it, they get uh sucked into a black hole or brought back sure. into normal Spencer's folly where they find out they have been in the Plutonic Timber for ten years. It's so good. Wiggity wiggity what? It's so, and good. so we uh, leave you, lead you into the epilogue of this show. I have no intro. I have no story hook. Uh, this episode is created, uh, as a bridge between season one and season two. Uh, a lot of right. stuff has changed. Uh, the two characters of this show have gone through a lot of things and they've entered into a world that is unfamiliar for them. So, yep. like we did at the beginning of the story, we're going to have a discussion about what this world looks like what you guys are doing what you guys look like uh and see what has changed in spencer's folly and seeing what has changed for you guys mm-hmm. nope i left my notes in my work car <laughs> you don't really need notes like this is just going to be mostly a conversation okay uh, i like i i literally I just like, want to make sure whip- I went back to like episode zero zero when we were doing the world building and like I was just doing down bullet points and like fun. Like I like, I don't know, like I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I, I have an idea of a character that could be great and it might be two different characters, Ooh. but like it's nothing like, oh, what an intriguing creature that we've decided to bring upon. It's, it's a actual, just a character that we had discussed heavily in the first episode. So like an NPC. Like, sure. Mm-hmm. What character? Well, Nigel. Yeah. Well, yeah, who was it? Well, uh, it was uh, Kyle McLaughlin, I think. Um, the idea of him as the mayor to the town now. Oh, yeah. But, like, I, I had this idea to where I was like, oh, one of your first suggestions for the name of the town was uh, what Canada is known for or something like that. And I was like, oh, that would be intriguing to have this, like, kind of uh, not like a like a corrupt mayor but he's all like happy and joyful and he wants to change the name of the town give it a facelift like and i had it towards like this kyle mclaughlin like uh bill Hader type like affable evil yeah yeah so I'm like to where i'm like oh this is like 
the face of gentrification or like, you know, like destroying mom pa establishments, which we haven't gotten into. Right. So sorry. So yeah. Okay. That sounds fa- No, that sounds fantastic. Nigel, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're listening to this, hopefully you know that Audie and Kit both survived uh, the events of the previous episode. Fucking but that barely. was not a certain thing yeah. by any stretch. So, for months. Uh, did you have an idea for uh, a potential new character if, you, if you'd had to retire Audie to the grave? Honestly, uh, I probably would have been a little lazy, uh, if I'm being honest. But I would have um, just reused a character that we've already seen and established, and it would have either been Audie's mom or his or his dad. Sure. And like just the adventure of a child. And so that like would have been really cool. But like Yeah, either one of those would have been great. Like I cuz I was even thinking like I'm already answering answers that like we haven't even asked the questions to. Like to where I was like, "Oh, I have right. this concept and this small character here like could be growing to this." But um yeah, so I like the idea right. of like this and especially a legacy character, a legacy character. But I, what would have probably really worked well is the dynamic of if Audie somehow died, Audie's father having to work with Kit, like to where there's already animosity and like, oh. and like to where I was like, oh, there's a lot of like interesting dynamics in that. So. That's so good. Because yes, like, please, this season you can talk you- about how much they both love Thundercats, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But like this, because this season we've been peas in a pod to a certain extent. Like you, you, you have your right. great character, and I have mine, and like we yin so and yang you. with certain things. So like to have it towards the opposite of that, towards like we we both you got your yang and my yin. Yeah, you got your yin and my yang. You know, and like so, <sighs> what would happen with that? And to where it's almost a, not like a replacement child. That's a awful thing to say. But like to where it's this, um, like a surrogate. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. To where it's like. Yeah, like he's getting close to to Kit to experience a part of his child's life which, that he yeah, is yeah. now missing out on. Yeah, which would then I could see it being uh, what's his face from Stranger Things, who's the sheriff. Like I could see it kind of developing into that type of a character and that kind of relationship with he has now with Eleven, and so it was a thought. Yeah. So yeah, that was. Did that, you have any that's consen- a great thought. Thank you. Did you have what? any contingency plans for if your character died? I did. Um, if Kit would have died mid, like suddenly mid season, like if something just went terribly wrong, or, uh, even if social services had been successful in taking him away, uh, because splitting the party is never good, a good idea, that would have just kind of been that. Mm-hmm. Um, if it was mid season, I was, uh, simply going to play cat. Nice. And okay. have, uh, and have him accompany Audie and, and see what we could do there. <sighs> um, but if he had died in, the finale, like if we need, if I needed a new character for the upcoming season, um, I, it's interesting we talked about Midnight Hosts because mm-hmm. I had a character, I had an idea for Madame Tostino, <laughs> Mistress of the Mystic Arts. Uh-huh. Is she a giant she spider lady? She is not a giant spider lady. She lover. would be, uh-huh. no, she would be this, uh, this, Sybil Trelawney, like the crunchy munchy. Who was the hippie teacher in Recess, Thony? The one who always wore green. Uh, oh Grokey. yeah, Miss Grokey. Nice. Kind of like her and Miss Cleo all rolled into one. Uh-huh. Like she would have like a like a late night public access psychic call in show. Oh, that's and fun. she is not psychic, but like <laughs> she 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 treats it as entertainment. Like she's not bilking people, right? She has like fun grun- with it, but like a grunkle Stan, exactly. Like a grunkle stand. But unbeknownst to her, she actually is psychic. I love it. <laughs> it's so, so good. The, oh, so it's Whoopi Goldberg yeah, from Ghost. So, 
Not unlike Whoopi Goldberg from Ghost. Yeah, so Madame Tostino was going to mm. be uh, a player. But now that Kit has survived, and I'm very glad he did, Madame Tostino and her, and her you know, her Midnight Mojo show could mm. very easily now just be a part of season two. Nice. Uh, except I... you have Anthony who has to play NBCs, and he doesn't do that voice. <laughs> Uh, great, you though. could just let me play her in cutscenes. <laughs> just give him a little like dialogue to say. And I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fuck with you on that level. I hope you understand. It, it's the problem is it's really hard for like someone who's actively involved in the game to play an NPC because yeah. I'd either have to divulge pertinent story information that mm-hmm. uh, that you. Uh, shouldn't know or well you know what we you know what we could do okay so here's the thing she thinks she's a fake psychic but she's a real psychic mm. so what you could do is come up with tarot card readings mm. which are actually you could come up with like just like 10 or so uh just like little bits of vague but maybe useful just just bullshit right but the thing is because she's actually psychic like, you choose a random one and have me read it, and then you can use that to decide how oh, it shit. impacts the story. That reminds me. Yeah. I was supposed to... I actually came up with a reason why the clay was doing its thing in the story. <gasps> oh, what the I forgot to mention it in the last two episodes. You can maybe say well, it during you know what? S- season two? How? Maybe. It's, it's been ten years. It's public science. It's been left alone. It's fine. There was actually a very simple explanation for what was happening. Uh, it wasn't spooky nope. or supernatural or anything don't, like that. Don't, te- don't, te- we don't want to know. Kit no, and Adi don't no, know, and we don't yeah, want to know. I'll either. tell you what all it right. is. That's all I'm going to say about okay. it. Okay. Okay. So uh, let's talk about your characters now. Let's talk about uh, the one. kind of traumatic. I do like that idea, though, that you come up with, like, vague story prompts that you can use to to just insert stuff into the world. And you could just have me read them in my Madame Twistino voice. Um, maybe um, maybe um, that's just, like, the entirety of this season is going to be all of the story hooks are going to be on you in that stupid voice. Oh, shit. Fuck. Oh, shit. Well, I just thought, because that way, like, you know, like, whenever we say, you know, well, we need some advice, let's turn to Madame Tostino for a reading, and, like, like a you know, you'd have a hat. Idea, like, the, you know, the, the most helpful thing is where you least expect it, and then, like, we have to turn to an enemy for help or something like that. I don't know, it, was, it was just a thought, because <laughs> that's a way to add a random element that you still control right. into the story. Oh. I don't know. No, it's just no, no, that's interesting. It occurred to me, and I'm very excited. Like, you would record sound clips or sound bits for him to be like, I'm going to play this now. Like, something like that extent? Or? Well, no, I thought, like, Phony could just have, like, a list of them, and, like, okay. and we could say, well, let's consult Madame Toshia, and he could, like, roll a D10, and it would land on this one, and then he could just put it in the Discord chat. Post and it, and then you it, could read you know. it. Or okay, I could no, even I... just read it to you, and then you fun. read it back to me. Who knows? Whatever. Um, <laughs> Nigel, you had something <laughs> you were going to say besides <laughs> this? me um i I had you were trying to interject something i was um i forgot i had a second character no it's fine it's it's exciting times we've accomplished this so okay Okay. but uh yeah i had a second character it would have been detective uh nick price so like the one who's in charge of trying to find carly figueroa and then that idea nice I, i just really love the fact that both of you Created right. your secondary characters as adults in a kids on bike adventure. Sure. Well, there are mechanics for adults, and neither yes. of us have played them yet. Yes. Uh, b- 
but it would really, really suck if we had a game called Kids on Bikes with mm-hmm. two adults. I think actually, yeah, I think actually, if that happened, I'd switch to Monster of the Week uh, or and turn it into two. like X Files instead of instead do what Stranger of, Things did. Uh, Stranger it literally Things. is three different genres in season yeah. one. That's a point. So yeah, it could have been it could have been a fun blend, but we don't have to worry about that now. No. Well, we don't. This season, anyways. all we have to worry about is is frosted tips. Ugh. Okay, so so <laughs> let's talk about about. Uh, remember, like this is going to be a bridge episode. So when we get into right. the season two opener, we're going to mm-hmm. really dive into the rumors of the town. Actual, yeah, right. like this is just some like, broad strokes. Like mm-hmm. town building because the town is now functionally different than it was before. There may be right. aspects of the town that has still existed since the eighties. Uh, but right, right, right. we are looking at, at a completely gentrified uh, Spencer's Folly now. Yeah, yeah, we're not we're not talking about '90s Spencer's Folly now. We're talking about what will have changed in '80s Spencer's Folly in the aftermath of what happened. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah, yeah, <gasps> yeah. Sort of like. No, you agreed. No. Yeah, you admitted I'm right. Three, two, one, cannon. I, I misheard See? you. Um, <laughs> what we are going to be doing is we are going to be talking about 90s Spencer's Folly. We yeah. are going to be talking okay. about major changes that has happened in the town. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we get into the world building episode, we're going to have this new town already established. And now we're going to be talking about the minute details, the the chicken place, the the bobs, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff that we did right. before. Those are the things we're going to be discussing. We're basically taking the let's build a town aspect out of the the old episode, and we're using it as kind of a reflection about right. what is happening. Sure. Uh, I have an idea since for the this bobs. last episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, but let's first the down. first thing I want to do, and the thing I've been trying to get you guys to talk about since uh, we started. Right. You're, both of your characters have gone through some pretty traumatic stuff. Um, yes. You have seen death. You have, uh, murdered things. Uh, Audi has definitely killed a vampire. Uh, yeah. And, in my dreams. Uh, is surprisingly good at a gun. Um, you guys have taken significant damage and you have a little girl with you who is not only 200 years old, but also, uh, now 10 years Dead. even in an area that you don't even <laughs> Right. And Cat is there too, right? We still have Cat. I don't I don't rem- Okay, cool, cuz that was something I wasn't catching on to. I was so like wrapped up in the fucking time warp or whatever that like right. I was like, are we all here? Yeah, like Audie's got a very badly injured arm. Oh, it's broke for sure. So, I think it's my shoulder. So that's yeah. going to be really interesting as well. So, so with our characters, uh, broad strokes. Mm-hmm. How do both of your characters feel about the fact that they are now like, let's say this is not because I know we're going to start the next episode directly after the cliffhanger I left the last season on. Mm, but course. let's say we are now two months into this scenario. Let's yeah. talk about your characters two months from when you guys got in. How are you both feeling about the fact that 10 years have gone by and you weren't there to experience that? Um. Well, it's been a very intense four days, so like, that's like that's already a um something that's kind of weighing on, and like in that, jeez, Louise, because it feels like it's been like four or five months of us doing it, but really in time, like a big change has happened with Adi, anyways, over that like weekend, mm-hmm. technically, like he like he didn't go from a boy to a man, but like he grew up out of like that childhood innocence, like that's something that's been shattered for him. Right. 
to where he sees instead of his parents being superheroes, he sees them as flawed people and that like they can't protect him and that the world is a very dangerous place. So, and he's experienced that firsthand. He's Bobby Garfield sleeping, sleeping with his face turned to the wall instead of lying on his back spread eagle and open. Right. So it's, um, so it's, it's a growth from that for sure. But like he is, He's fucking terrified right now, dude. Like, the fact that it's the 90s, like, he's already, like, mentally drained, and then to be thrown into a totally different time frame, like, is terrifying. Uh, he's not, he is absolutely lost. Like, he can't get back home right now. Okay, that, let me ask you something, kid. Nigel. Yeah. Uh, well, you don't, okay. So, uh, let's take Flight of the Navigator, which uh, I obviously stole a lot of this from. <laughs> Uh, what? Why are you shaking your head? No, never seen that movie. You've never <laughs> seen Flight of the Navigator? Oh my god! I've never. It is such. A, it's such an amazing movie. It's like, wild. I think I get it confused with Batteries Not Included. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I I would get ex- uh, but, Nigel, confused with Explorers. Okay, but it's very different. You yeah. have you have seen Flight of the Night Navigator, correct? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, so what does Adi do about his parents? Two months in, he comes back. Is he going to go see his parents? Is he going to go visit his parents? What is their reaction like um, if he does? Or is like he that, still going to be a kid on the lamb? Uh, I think two he, months later. like his instinct is to go home. So like, I think he's going to go there and they're not going to be there. It's going to be a different family. And um, they easily could have split up because of this. I think um uh Shelly really uh she really got dragged through the mud with this so like she's not on top with them. I don't even know if she's still working with them or not. Um is she then, still yeah. in town? I don't know. I want to say she is, but I think she's like I mean, she lost her only child and like the last thing uh, he really yeah. said to her was that he hates her right now. Like that if I yeah. and that she's a worthless drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Um so my suggestion, and we'll talk about this in more detail, um, if if any of your parents are leaving town, not both of your parents are going to be leaving town. Oh. Uh, I definitely feel like um, uh, your dad, what's, he, yeah. what's your dad's name again? Robert. Uh, I believe it's Kombucho. Kombucho. Robert uh, Oddward. So the Oddward family, uh, as we talked about, but didn't really explore, uh, mm-hmm. Is, is intricately tied to to the the founding of Spencer's Folly, yeah. Uh, and I, your dad is the the head of the Beavers. Like he, right. I, I doubt that he would leave, uh, because ultimately, even though the t- the the PTA was mm-hmm. bad, the Bobs were good and sure. tried to do things good. They were just manipulated into doing stuff that they shouldn't have been doing. This um, oh God, so, I really want to say the thing that I had the idea with with the bobs, but like I don't want to like can, get too far ahead. But we, save it, save it, yes. save it. I, I might forget it. That's the thing I'm worried about. Can I just say write it? Down. And write it, it down. I Hi, can't Nigel. find a pen. Fuck it. I'm stuck on my bed. <laughs> Fuck it, Nigel. Just say it. Text it to me, and I won't read it. Text it no. right now. 
I'll, I'll, text it right now. I'll text type it, it in Anthony. the Discord chat. Type it in the Discord chat. That's a good way. Okay. okay. Type it in the Discord chat. While Nigel Sorry. is typing in no, the no. Discord chat, we're going to go back I, to I, I will concur to... on that. Like, I like the idea that like his dad's always gone, and then he has to stay and be in town, and then the mom leaves. There's a good poetry yeah. to that. Okay. Okay. Casey. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. How is Kit handling the fact that he already didn't feel like he belonged in the 1980s? And now he definitely doesn't feel like he belongs in an, uh, an era that is even further away from the 1980s. So here's the thing. As a history teacher, Thony, yeah, you understand that our idea of time periods as being super stratified and distinct yeah. from one another yeah. is is complete. The nineteen the nineteen seventies, I mean the early nineteen eighties up until like nineteen eighty five or eighty six was just the late nineteen seventies and so on and so yeah. forth. They're 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 well, very, even, very much even blurred. Then. Like the eras are exactly. very much blurred. Well, even then, what I mean is that when you zoom out any appreciable length of time, yeah. like the the year 2020 is is like it is fewer than 200 years away from slavery like the yeah. further out you get the less distinct it so like yeah. on a grand enough scale there is functionally speaking almost no difference between 1980x okay. and 1990x so 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 and kit 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 is actually taking this uh more in stride than Audie is because Kid yeah. has he separated. Was already a fish out of yeah, water. Kit has already separated himself from uh popular culture in general and exactly just assumes that a lot of the stuff that people are using, people were using in the time that he lived. He exactly. just wasn't paying attention. Before, he didn't know what eight tracks were. Now, he doesn't know what hit clips are. Sure. So, that being said, then, is he just straight back to, like, return to business? Uh, Marshall in the town, Kit. doing that stuff? Kit feels on one level the absolute best he has ever felt in his life mm -hmm. because he knows it's real now. He knows he's not crazy. He knows that it wasn't something bad and broken in him that got him kicked out of home after home after home that only wanted to help him. Okay. He knows for a fact now. And that's a terrifying notion, but it also means that he defeated something like that on its own terms. Mm. And that he has the ability to interact with this threat. So on that level, that's, that is his focus now. And in that he stands firm and can handle pretty much anything else. Cause like, oh no, it's the nineties. I'm scared of, yeah. of fucking wild and crazy kids. Whatever. I killed a god. Mm. It's fine. Okay. You, you didn't kill a god. You. Well, yeah, 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 had, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, and this is going to lead to my next question. Uh, things were revealed, uh, in the last, uh, two episodes, uh, that, would probably have shaken uh Casey's I mean Kit's foundation slightly. Uh number one, uh the fact that uh both Marshall Redwood that you've been reading about in the the founding mm -hmm. of Spencer's Folly and the Marshall that you grew up with are one and the same person. Yeah, that is a puzzlement uh, and that Kit is very intrigued about. Number hmm. two, the fact that there is an actual Marshall of this town with the same last name and more than likely is kin to, uh, especially once you realize that the fact that the Oddward family has existed in this town uh, since mm -hmm. its founding, that there is like no doubt in your mind that the person who is Marshal of this town is a descendant of Marshals of this town, who is also a descendant of the guy that 
uh, raised you. Right. Yeah, both of those are pretty wild. But honestly, it's it's exciting. Kit has Kit has a moment where his entire life he's been the dib. He's been hanging out with weirdos in the occult bookshops, and, like, if he'd been an internet guy, he would have been on the weird, obscure message boards, and then he met Zim, and suddenly his entire world and his sense of purpose clicked and were made clear, so he's like, yeah, okay, I got a weird time-traveling mentor, whatever, it's all good. (laughs) I mean, it's not good, but, like, it's it's fine, I'll find a way, it's okay, I got my deputy and my dog. (laughs) Um, okay, uh... There was something else I was going to mention. Has has Casey's? I mean, has Kit's worldview been shaken when, uh, the marshal, the the true marshal of the town, you now realize that there is a true marshal of this town, uh, called against your authority and and said you were impersonating a police officer. Wait, like in the nightmare true land? True marshal of this town, honestly. Okay, but Casey, um, but Casey, the person you're dealing with. Is a descendant of the true marshal, right? Well, but wait a minute, didn't that happen in the dreamscape? I didn't, I wasn't sure if that was real or not. I thought that was a nightmare. That's uh, what I was getting off it's of. It's a, the dreamscape is a bizarro version of the world that exists. That's why right. Johnny is a soda jerk. Yeah, but. Ozadra. Yes, but the things in the town are parallels to things that actually exist in the town. They're so just when, reflections. When Adi killed that vampire, was it actually a vampire, or was it Ozadra's energy taking the shape of Adi's fear? Because that's what I assumed it was. Uh, yes and no. Like, oh. yes, it's it's what he killed was a a real vampire in the, but it was a real vampire spawned by the from Adi's mind. Okay. Johnny, the soda jerk, exists in the dream world and the regular world. Both of those okay. things exist. Audie killed the vampire Johnny because he felt like Johnny was a vampire. And so right. Ozadra spawned Johnny, the real person in this town, as a vampire. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, but it wasn't my, my question. Never, never mind. Okay. So the marshal that showed up in the dreamscape was a was a was a a dark ego reflection of an actual marshal that must therefore exist in the real Spencer's yes okay cool um Hmm. uh, kit um go ahead no i was just thinking like that marshal was like somebody that bullied uh kit before and like that's the face of but like I didn't understand, like oh no, this is like a guy that actually lives in this town. So we're just taking yeah, your, and it was something I tried to hint at, but we it. never actually. And actually, it was something that I tried to guys kind of guide you guys to an mm-hmm. interaction with, but you guys ultimately decided against. There were times in the or older episodes where I'd be like, hey, uh, do you guys want to go see the police? Do you guys want to deal with the police department? There were times when. Casey would assert himself as marshal in the town and people would get very, very offended and very, very angry at the fact that he is calling himself the marshal in the town because the marshal of Spencer's Folly is Marshal Redwood and the marshal of Spencer's Folly has been Marshal Redwood since its founding. Uh, again, okay. it's something that was not established. It was not brought forward, which is why I did what I did. 
Um, it was going to be a reveal. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, so just just to clarify, the Marshall Redwood from the hundreds and the one I trained with are both the same guy, but they are yes. different from the the Marshall who lives there now, who is also called Sheriff Redwood because Marshall he is a Redwood. descendant of that selfsame Marshall. Yes. Marshall Redwood had a family okay. before cool. he left Spencer's Folly, and cool, cool, cool. They, they multiplied and prospered, and he uh, trained a kid. And, right. And, so, uh, Kit, uh, honestly, Kit's fine. Like, Marshall is a, a, a word. He understands what he is. He is firm in what he is. He is a protector. Right. He's, he's not, because, like, there's a difference between a cop and a lawman, right? right? And yeah. and he's a lawman. He is there to protect. He is there to serve. And now he knows what he is specifically there to protect against. So, like, call it whatever you want. Like, he'll continue to call himself Marshall because that's just the label he's attached to himself in his mind. Yeah. But, like, it, there's an actual guy there who's actually working with the FBI to do a drug bust. God bless, because Kit's not going to do that. <laughs> Kit's not interested in the cocaine. Oh, but I would love uh, to have a one-off like... view of doing that. <laughs> you, you've, you've had some information <laughs> like you've gotten some information revealed about about marshall redwood your marshall redwood mm-hmm. um right is that something that kit is then going to maybe explore is it possible that that kit is going to want to talk to uh the marshall redwood if the marshall redwood still exists in this town oh yeah uh, uh, oh yeah kit see here's the thing uh you know, when when you're a weirdo who hangs out at the occult bookstore, everybody tells you you're wasting your time reading nonsense and fantasy, and he now knows that all of the time he has put into occult research and similar was not time wasted, yeah. mm-hmm. which means that information is now a, an even more valuable currency and resource to him. Okay, wow, okay. Your foundation uh, got stronger. It's my then. turn now. And I, I know, I know Max isn't here to put input, but it doesn't matter because this is my fucking show. Uh, let's talk Check about changes. Uh, uh, oh, Jeff, Jeff, who works at the video store is now Jeff, who owns, who hosts a public access show. Oh, get out. Uh, and uh, you know a what dark I was... web forum uh, uh, on the new the new Internet. And I okay. absolutely know that uh, Max is going to be fine with it. And if he isn't, uh, uh, I'll let him figure out how he's going to do his character. But. That, but that oh, is that's definitely it. like that's cool. I had it to where I was like, oh, he's like the fantastic. the manager at the movie theater, or like to where he's like progressing like through that, or he's trying to make his being his own right. filmmaker or something like. But like, no, yeah, that makes, that's what I assumed. That makes was that he was going to be a scarf wearing uh-huh. beret boy. Yeah, <laughs> he, uh, he, yeah, he he hosts like he has his own website. Like he's one of the the adopters of of Internet 1.0 uh-huh. and. Like host his conspiracy theories. Uh, I, I would also say he's one of these first people to have a webcam and actually like host content on their, on his website. Oh, yeah. uh, uh-huh. Very, very like, like lo-fi and all that stuff. Okay. Sorry. Cause uh, what's that's his another group thing. That, he's in? that like kits. Oh yeah. Get what's into? the name of the group called? The Plutonic Timber Society, the PTS. Yeah. Or I, I think it skeptics might be or something like that. The, the there's something a like Raven. That. Like uh, I, I'll have to go back and re-listen to that episode. Because, like, after, like, the... Oh. Huh. No, I was just going to say with the, no, no, go, go. the the concept of time travel and all that. Like, I was like, oh, where are these other characters? Like, where could we go with that? And I kind of like the idea of, like, them being, like, the new big bads or something like that. To where it's, like, they're going to be the ones running, like, the companies. And... Right. 
Like because a a power vacuum has mm. has been created. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's something I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, I actually something something I never really had a chance to interject was an idea, and like, so one of the things I'm good at is names and concepts and cool ideas, and they're really fun to like come up with in the moment and rattle off or to save in my pocket and throw it at a cool moment. Oh, nice. But I never want to do that and fuck up Thony's plan. Sure. That's why like. When I when I decided the thing was called the Plutonic Timber, you know, that's a fairly... I was really happy with that, mm. and that's a fairly... Inaug- like, that doesn't fuck anything up mechanically. It's fine. Yeah. But one of the things I was really excited to try to do was establish that PTA, in addition to being uh, Parental Township Authority and Parent Teacher Authority, actually stood for Plutonic Timber Acolytes. Ooh. Uh, but Fun. I could never be... Yeah, but I could never be firm enough, like, and, in and my the, knowledge. The, the, and the problem was that by the time you had suggested that to me, uh, the children of the Black Sign were already an established group, and I exactly. already had that yeah, plan it was, it was, with the yeah. PT. <sighs> Sorry. Um, but anyway. Ah, it's, no, I'm excited about my idea to where it's like, this splinters off. Like, this could have, like, shattered, yes. and they could have done a sprint, uh, splinter versions of other things, and, like, they started, like, worshipping other gods and other things because of, like, I events have, that happened. I have, and I have, uh, I have, like, I have a lot of thoughts, and a lot of what you're saying, Nigel, mm-hmm. is actually going to play in with ideas that I have for the new season. I don't really want to spoil uh, aspects of the supernatural that we're going to be dealing with with the next season. Uh, But the idea of a power vacuum in this town is very, very much a real thing that we're going to be seeing both in the normal standard side of things Mm -hmm. and the occult side of things in this story. Uh, The upside down, if you... (laughs) (laughs) right well and that's something i wanted to talk about because one of the ideas that we played with at during the you know the creation episode Mm -hmm. uh was this furniture factory or company who was trying to make stuff out of the moose wood Mm -hmm. and now that we know the moose wood is at least connected to weirdness and mojo i thought it would be really interesting if after the pta collapsed Mm -hmm. uh, and presumably the bobs would take a hit there as well um if this if this furniture company came in and said oh no we're gonna bolster it like they're one of the arms that's causing all of this gentrification and like new money and stuff like that like and they're let me stop you for one second casey because this is now what we're talking about is how has the town changed since Okay. Since you guys came I'll in. hold on to that. No, no. This is now the time to talk about it. I just wanted mm-hmm. to have us have a oh, transition. Yeah. You're on the right so path. So if, right oh, okay. if this is how you feel that the Go town gentrified, then this is how the town you feel the town gentrified. Well, yeah. My thought. Right. My thought was that they did that and they started, much like Biff Tannen, yeah. you know, once he got his power, he started lobbying for looser regulations and stuff like that. So because they're they're now the major economic player and major employer in the town, they've they've got a lot of political clout, but also because they're making stuff out of haunted ass, magic ass wood, yeah. they I, also... I, I, I need just I need to point something out there. The moosewood trees are weird because the moosewood trees are weird. The stuff, the the plutonic coral that we talked about may still exist, mm-hmm. but all of the weird haunted shit is gone. So oh. most of the trees in the forest Sorry. are real shit that are probably real shit that were fed from the 
the ley lines underneath, which still exist. I was gonna uh, say. But in, ta- in terms of like the haunted wood, mm-hmm. that was a completely right. different thing. Okay. Those were well, tentacles of Ozadra. a source of like eldritch furniture. I don't know. And that's an, a thing is we did um, oh, which we call it. I'm trying to do like a Marvel reference about like the explosion that happened. Oh, at the end of Endgame, which might have created uh, X Men like mutants in the Marvel universe. That's Ooh. a theory out there. Yeah. That like that final bang snap. Babies. So like the thing oh. is we had um yeah, we had a big bang. A static that... shock. <laughs> but like we had an explosion that yeah. happened and then like that knocked us literally like a into lot. a different time that... frame. So like <laughs> Say that again. Yep. That no, that the 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 etheric uh shockwave that went out that is what woke up Madame Tostino's latent psychic power. <laughs> That's what caused like a lot of a lot of sparkings, a lot of a lot of snaps, a lot of awakenings. Of, it's literally a flat circle who, that sh- that shattered exactly, out. Who had who had like latent or hibernating the, the uh, only, ability? The only thing I want to ask, yeah, and that's like this. This entire campaign has has aspects for for mm-hmm. powered characters, and that's something we can definitely play. I just want to yeah. make sure. Are you saying that that's the reason why you guys time traveled? I've established why you guys time traveled. Like, I just wanted to make sure that that wasn't. No, 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 no. That's, that was a no, no, side no, no, effect. No. Yeah, it's it's yeah, exactly that. To where it's just other things that it it impacted without knowing it was going to impact. It's literally the fucking uh, right. what is that? The mosquito you step on and like what it would change. Yeah, kind the, of the thing. butterfly effect. Yeah. Um, butterfly. I just it was the you. sound of thunder. Yeah. yeah. So, so, and maybe I should clarify this for everybody. I was a little confused by that conversation. I just want to make sure everybody, you guys and our listeners are, are all on the same page about how this time travel worked. Uh, I established earlier that Carly Figueroa, I mean, not Carly, uh, Delia Spencer has been stuck right. in the woods for close to 200 years. In her mind, right. she's uh, dead. it has been a few months. You guys enter for a few hours. It's been. Yeah. yeah. No, it's very, uh, it was, yeah, it's an inception. Like, I totally got that. And that was the thing that I was cracking up about yeah. to where it's like, oh, you have, uh, four days to get, him back and it's like you don't have enough time to like decipher this book when in fact you had all the time in the world yep like to where it's like you just would have no, been there would... an hour later and Adi would have been just like screaming at Delia that he's convinced she's a ghost and trying to throw yeah. rocks through her yeah and yeah, it really gonna be like mid karate kick yeah, yeah. still yeah because <sighs> like the time works weird like <laughs> like when you enter the forest yeah. time is all the same so um well and it doesn't it doesn't need to be fully i mean i mean weird is a fine explanation mm-hmm. like time's fucked up i don't know like wimey. it's just yeah i think that's 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 an explanation in and of itself but no when when so so we woke up and you said that the forest was clear that the plutonic timber was just gone yeah. uh mm-hmm. was that a, was that a result of the actions we took of of ozadra's banishment yeah because the, the plutonic that... timber was made from the parts of Ozadra. That's why it the, was part of its its extension into the physical world, right? It's because so we talked to. That's why I'm like, all the trees in here are tentacles because you're not actually dealing with trees; you're dealing with body exactly. parts of Ozadra. Yeah. So there's still the Musa so trees that, in the town. Those are all things that exist. Right. But the implosion of the plutonic timber created like a like a shock wave or or yeah, something and we can talk that about, uh, like how that shock wave that works. woke up latent mm. latent supernatural right. stuff. Oh, mm. that's very good. Or like uncorked a certain uh, door or something of the sort. 
Yeah, they're, they're, or, or woke up old things that had been sleeping yeah. there. Ozadra is not the only thing. I like yeah. that. We'll figure that out next season. Um, old elders. Okay, so so town has been gentrified. Um, have there? You know, actually, hmm. I think I think I think we got enough. I think we got enough of this. I oh, think just with that, we've okay. established how the cha- town is. Yeah, we've been doing this for an hour and twenty minutes. This, this was good. supposed to be a twenty-minute yeah, episode, and this is really Sorry. just. <laughs> Like, like a debrief, like how have you guys felt that things mm. have changed and how has the yeah. town changed? We've talked about both of those things. Yeah. Uh, Kit's, I will Kit's say exactly the same as he's always been. Well, Kit, Kit is the same, but more so, but also he is now much more aware of his literal physical day to day responsibility for audio. Your purpose. Like, not just, yeah, like the, the relationship has oh. has expanded and nuanced, mm. like because they're still marshal and deputy, but whatever that means now encompasses more mm. of that, right? Yeah, and of then course. Audie yeah. is is really really like just kind of fucked up right now. Oh, that was one last question I wanted to ask, yeah. Audie. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's up with your arm, bro? Uh, is it gone forever? Is it broken? Like no, you I... got shot by an eldritch laser blast. Like, what's up with your arm? Um, no, I think it's, um, <laughs> what I was hoping was, uh, my cape caught the brunt of it, and it just kind of, like, no. broke a collarbone in my shoulder. And that, like, no, so now I have this giant cast that I have to have my arm up going for high fives. Like, to where it's an even more broken arm, but, like, do you want me to be a uh, one-armed ten-year-old? No, like, no, you're, you're in a, you're, you're not in a... I don't know how to do it. I feel like this is going to be very awkward for anything to happen in the series. I know. So <laughs> you you like but, like, like I, I'm up for the challenge because I mean there's this game format accepts all types of like people and limitations and not that it's uh, that. Think but, on it. Yeah. Think on it. Think on it, Nigel. Uh, I'll okay. ultimately let right. you decide what it is. Oh, and th- and that was a question I had. Does this? Uh, I I should probably read the kids on bikes book. But like, are there mechanics for like progression, or do mm, we get no, new no new stuff? I would think it would be really interesting. I mean, yeah, like we our... can sit down and we can change like like character aspects. Like right, the way this 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 show this game system treats characters is like human beings are. You, right. you progress by studying, by experiencing right. real life things, by growing up, by getting stronger, by exercising. There's no such thing like, oh, you beat this monster. You guys are level you four now. Level you're right, level right. Deck. That's not, doesn't work that way. I, I will say, and I think you're going to buck against this initially, but I'm not like trying for anything. I genuinely think this is a point to consider. I think that. Adi and Kit, um, and and Delia, honestly, yeah. having been I'm gonna have in... to play a fucking character now. <laughs> character yep. sheets and everything. I mean, Ugh. yep. I I think or I think them or having been in direct prolonged no. exposure. No. <sighs> Fine. Sorry. You can go keep going, but I'm I'm already no, I'm already I'm already. <gasps> oh, Casey, go on. Well, I was gonna say it would it would not be out of keeping with stories like these mm. for prolonged exposure to weirdness to rub off on us a little bit. I'm not saying I want Kit to be eleven from Stranger Things and have telekinetic powers or whatever. I'm just saying I I think like a new uh, a weird 
uh, side just, just something some something that marks them and because you say you say that people grow by by having experiences and going through things and you're absolutely right and what you touch also touches you i really because so you're saying this, i have a really interesting idea for Adi as well because i kind of had the not to like blow your head up or anything but I kind of was like, oh, maybe it's a fucking Harry Potter Voldemort thing to where I'm still connected to this elder god. And then sometimes I can't control, sometimes I can't control my arm. Like sometimes like it'll do things. So that could be like a disadvantage thing for me that I have to deal with an idle hand. Here is, here is my biggest problem with, with having the main playable characters be super powered people in any aspect uh, in any aspect, if you're having extra whatever powers, um, one of the things I really like about this system in general is the fact that everything you guys do has more stakes than, than mm-hmm. other yeah, kinds of fighting systems. So, like, when you guys were fighting the, the house, it wasn't like when you're playing D&D where you're like, oh, I could get hit like 15 or 20 times, yeah, uh, I- because I, uh, like, I have a, such a high HP, um, the reason I buck up against and the reason like I'm really, really, and even from the beginning when you were trying to get a, a powerful staff or anything like that, and even why Adi's superpower would just provided him protection from the Plutonic Timber is I don't want any of you guys to ever become extra human because then it makes me right. and my ability to create real danger for you guys mm-hmm. uh, almost non-existent for me. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, and I wasn't, uh, I wasn't saying we're gonna be fucking, you know, we're not Akira, you know, we're yeah. not gonna like float right. through the town. And t- I just, I just thought maybe like some kind of rub off or maybe like because and, we've time traveled people and, and like, I'm, and I'm really sorry right that I, 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 I threw that no at you immediately, that, uh, but I knew okay. where you were going and I knew like what my answer would be. And you knew what my answer would be. The thing <laughs> uh, is, when you, Tony. I I think that I mean you're there have to be practical physical day to day consequences of we have traveled in time our you know Adi doesn't know his social security number what the fuck like it, and that's gonna be difficult and I think that having exactly I think having supernatural consequences and fallout is important but that's something that's something we can discuss and I'm not saying give me powers I'm saying <laughs> I think I think that I'm saying wavelength. give me powers now. Exactly. If you can, if you can come up with something that, that I would pass as acceptable, we can talk about it. All right. Suggest things on Twitter. Tweet at us. Like, and if, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, if you want to edit this out, because we got into, like, I've actually never seen Casey physically upset uh, as much as he was when I said that no to him. (laughs) So. 101 of improv. If you want to cut this, I'm fine with it. No, no, no. And that wasn't, and I, and I, I, I was, uh, I, uh, it, no, I was, you know what, um, we have discussed on several shows that I am very conflict averse and it is very difficult for me to, uh, contradict anyone. And I am trying to be better about that because a good friend, uh, tells you the truth when you disagree with them or when they've said something that upsets you or, or whatever. So I've been trying and I'm having a little trouble modulating it. So, uh, I, 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 no. I hope I didn't like snap at you or anything. Cause that was, no, not no, you didn't. You didn't Casey. Like I'm very good at reading body language at okay. no point. Did you snap at me? Okay, but I cool. could, instantly i've seen that face and i've seen that feeling uh in your eyes that i've felt in times before and i apologize for that i not at all that's not what you were trying to do i understand i really wasn't trying to do that but uh i was just trying to like i should have given you time to 
Right. Well, and I, I understood what you what were you saying. Said. You, I mean, it's, it is, given what you know of me and how we played this game, it is entirely reasonable to assume that you thought I wanted Kit to have, like, learned Fireball or some shit. And I, I totally get yes. that we're on, <laughs> that's well, not, not it, it wasn't even like Fireball, like, Casey, you <laughs> oh, were trying shit. to give yourself a staff that would give you pluses in your stats. And my thing about stats well, are. Well, no, that was, that are... was a metaphor. I knew I wasn't going to get that, but still. Yeah, but, anyway. like, like, uh, no, like, I, but like, I totally I mean, the stats point. are like, yeah, anyways. Um, we can talk about it, like I Friendship said. Friendship we'll growth. Funny, we just grew like our characters did. We had an experience and we learned and grew. Yay. And I have a shattered shoulder. Yay! Yay. Yeah, but so that's has a shattered shoulder. Yeah. Weird things are happening in the town. Weird things may have happened to you guys. Um, we'll figure that out. No. Um, and I gotta fucking build a... a a character sheet for a small, small girl. For a small girl. Oh, also, uh, we're gonna have people who ask. Quick update on Cat. Still the best boy. <laughs> Absolutely, one hundred percent. Forever. So that's it, guys. Uh, if you liked this show, uh, please listen to the rest of the series uh, or listen to our other podcast. We have a bunch of them. Uh, shows like Dice and Virtue, a show about D and D, a D and D five E podcast with well, Casey. Well, see, here's well, the thing. What? Well, by the time, by the time stuff, uh, like D and D has kind of imploded uh, fairly recently because of some very poor decisions that Wizards of the Coast have made, re race and accessibility and stuff. So D and V is currently on uh, hiatus. But if and when it comes back, we're probably going to be exploring a different system. Uh, we don't know if that means like finishing out the story we've got in a different system or just starting. We we have not figured that out yet. But mm-hmm. it would no longer be accurate to call it a D and D five E podcast. So an RPG podcast with Casey, there you Dylan, go. and Christina. Nice. Uh, you can listen to the Final Podblum, a Sherlock Holmes study podcast with Casey and Nick. You can listen to Squirrel Scouts of America, a an unbeatable Squirrel Girl study podcast with yep. uh, Casey, uh, Liz, Andrew, and Andrew. You can Which listen. We'll have to, more than two episodes someday. Uh, the <laughs> Gerald Field Report, a critical media study of Harold episodes with uh, Casey and I. Um, <laughs> And you can listen to whatever the name of that new podcast is going to be, uh, that we should be filming in the next two weeks. So oh, yeah. it will actually be an episode by the time this airs. Uh, presently, the, the name being bandied about is, uh, Honest Dave's Discount Cyber Magic. Oh, right. Fucking hate Honest Dave. Worst <laughs> of the Dave's brothers. Honest just gonna point just that out right there. The, the lesser most Dave. Um, so yeah, uh, you can follow us on our Twitter. Uh, this is going to be the end of the episode. Tell us how you thought of, thought about the season. Tell us yeah. your favorite moments. Tell us your favorite characters. Tell us, uh, what you think is going to happen in season two. Watch right. as Anthony slightly spoilers, uh, spoils things, uh, for season two, you guys. Uh, it's true. in weird cryptic letters like Casey did for Smagic 2. Uh, yeah. Which never happened. <laughs> um, another thing. Uh, you know, we've tried our best to take an era that was not kind to anyone who was not, uh, a white cis, cis hat dude. Yeah. Uh, we have tried to take a story and tell it in that era and try to tell it how it should have been, honestly. We have tried very hard. We are also just three white dudes, so if there's anything, like, and, and don't, 
I mean, like we we tried our best, and I hope that came through. Uh, if there's anything we can work on, if there were any portrayals that were, you know, maybe more more problematic than we meant them or anything like that, let us know. You know, you don't have to set us on fire about it, but we want to be better. Um, uh, because this I, is a space for everyone. Go. I, I would like to apologize on behalf of my players uh, for forgetting uh, the only non-binary character in this game up until. Uh, the end of the series. Oh, dude, yeah, well, they weren't mentioned for f- 14 episodes, which is something sure. like three months our time. So, no, I, I think, I think you're all right. Nobody thought you were, uh, nobody thought you were misgendering, uh, no, I, I said I'm, on purpose. I, I, I just, wait, did I miss? No, I said forgetting because Franny Frosh was a character that we talked about and then you two never talked about her again. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> who I'm talking about. Oh, right. oh so, no, I thought yeah. you meant because you, never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. Well, you know what? Um, well, I, I misgendered them like three times. Like it's just a giant mess. It's real bad. Uh, <laughs> cut and run, Phony. It's really hope. God, God, <laughs> fucking uh, follow me on Twitter. I'm L Chupacabra DLX. Follow Casey at Hotel Theotokos. <laughs> follow Nigel at Nigel Collin JD7. Follow our podcast network at Semi-Automagic. I think I already said at the underscore PO underscore box. Uh, if I didn't, that's what it is. An even longer post show post amble. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, and as always, guys, if you decide to create a podcast with your best friends, make Don't. sure you were the only person who was allowed to assert creative control. <laughs> <laughs> Good advice in life. <laughs> Bye, all our buddies. Don't Keep take that advice. That was it. a joke. That no, was no, a no. joke. Oh, phony. Uh, no, I love you. So sweet. No, 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 I'm no, not no, telling no. you. I'm not trying to tell you it was a joke. I'm trying to tell our <laughs> listeners. <that it's> <laughs> this is all happening <laughs> over the synth music, by the way. Yeah. I guess I'll go oh, yeah, fuck absolutely. myself. Yeah. This is just like an awkward dance hall playing. right now because it's all the, the fucking disco or the the fucking brown the trance music or whatever that we play at the end and it's just it should be fading out but we're just kind of like apologizing for stepping on each other's shoes and like no no i know keep it creepy always fuck off (laughs) (laughs) it's good (laughs) send-off it's very very indicative of our show (laughs) 